Welcome to Access Nation, a podcast that is solely dedicated to the lift and access industry. Our mission is to keep you informed on the latest industry news and current events. This is Access Nation, the podcast for the lift industry, and I'm very excited to have Karen Scally on today. Uh, she's the editor at Lift and Access Magazine. That is the magazine that I read, and that's my magazine of choice because it's specifically lift equipment, and it's for the lift industry. One of the things that Karen and company do is is they come up with the LEAP Awards everywhere. It's basically awards for lift equipment. It's the SB Awards of our industry. You got to love the SB Awards if you're an athlete, right? So if you make lift equipment, you want to get your application in and get a LEAP Award. And that's exciting to me because that's our industry. So I want to introduce to you Karen Scally. Karen, thanks for coming on the podcast. Tell our listeners a little about yourself. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Phil, first for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to be a guest today. A little bit about myself. I've been with Lift and Access in the editor role for coming up on two years now. It'll be two years in January. Prior to coming on board with Lift and Access, I was involved in some other construction equipment media brands. Prior to business to business media, I spent some time in consumer news as well. So um, that's a little bit about myself. Karen, could you describe to me what the LEAP Awards stand for and, and kind of update me on the categories that you have awards for? Sure. Yeah, you hear the word LEAP and I could understand you might not really know what that means. So LEAP stands for Leadership in Lifting Equipment and Aerial Platforms. For 2019, this is our 14th year holding the competition. It was something that was founded by Lift and Access's founder, Guy Ramsey. There are four categories in this year's competition. Those four categories are aerial lifts, and in there contains uh, the self-propelled booms and scissors, your push-arounds, um, and also trailer and truck-mounted aerials. The second category of the competition is material handlers. Those contain our rough terrain, forklifts, vertical mass forklifts, and then our rotating telehandlers as well. So really the, the rough terrain telehandler category there. Our third category is features and components. And those are items that... Um, are developed by an OEM or supplier, but they're integral to the lift or the telehandler's design. And we also have a fourth category, which is our aftermarket support products and services. And those are things that you think of for the equipment user, such as your tires, um, your accessories for your lifts and your telehandlers. In order to qualify, for a particular year's competition. The product needs to be released from June 1st of the previous year to May 31st of the current year. So for this year, that meant June 1st of 2018 to May 31st of 2019. So that's the competition in a nutshell. Well, anytime you're going to give awards and you have four great categories of awards, Tell me about the judges that sort through the entries, and then I want to also know about that process. But who's your judges? Yeah, this year we've got nine judges that are serving on our panel. Some of our judges that are serving have served for a number of years. What I'm looking for when I ask my judges to participate is rental company experience or user experience. 
So they really understand what's important about a particular product and why it's valuable to the audience and to their customers. So I mentioned we've got nine judges on our panel this year. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about them. Uh, first, we've got Michael Crouch, who has served for a number of years. He is the president of RMC Consults, and he has vast rental company experience. Tony Foster, who is an equipment purchaser with Siambro Equipment. Tony Grote, who serves as the North American manager of the International Powered Access Federation. Mark Hinkle, who's the president of Hinkle Equipment Rental. Guy Ramsey, who is the founder of Lift and Access and uh, is the president of Ramsey Management Services, now doing some consulting in the industry. And Jess Stokowiak, who is the national director of safety training with Sunbelt Rentals. And then we also have three editors associated with Lift and Access that serve on the panel. Myself, um, our previous editor, Mike Larson, who is now the editor of our sister publication, Crane Hotline, and Alexis Brum, who is Lift and Access's managing editor. I think when you get a broad group of judges like that, and you did a great job selecting the judges because now this builds real credibility to me that you went through the products or the entries and try to really come up with an unbiased approach to actually give an award. And so I think that's great. But describe the judging process. What? Tell me how that works. Yeah, so the judging process is that each judge gets a ballot package that has information about each of the products that are entered in the competition. That information can be um, spec sheets, a summary of the highlights of the equipment, Videos. Videos are really valuable because they really help you to see the products in action. There could be images, load charts. You just think about all the paraphernalia that you would evaluate equipment as you're thinking about adding it into your fleet. That's really some of the components that are part of the judges package. And then they go through each entry and they are rating each product on four different criteria. And the criteria are innovative features slash technology, perceived value in the market, productivity, and the overall benefit to the market that that item brings. And they give each of those four categories uh, a point between one and 10, 10 being the most points possible on each of those four categories for the most possible points is 40 points per product. The judges go through rate each product like that they supply comments on what they think are some really important features of the products or standout features. And then I receive all the judges' information. Their comments are not shared with anyone besides myself. I'm the only one that sees their information. And then um, I tabulate the results. Sounds like a fair process to me. Do you have a new product or service that you think is a game changer for the powered access and material handling industry? Enter it in the 2020 Leap Awards presented by Lift and Access and get the recognition your standout product deserves. Winners are promoted in the magazine, online, at live events, on social media, and more. For more details on how to enter, go to liftandaccess.com. I'm thinking back to, the, you know, booms and scissors, and they have evolved. I mean, 
if you think back over the years, some of the cool changes that have been made to really help the operator and, and make the world a better place in, in the access world, can you, is there any past winners that come to mind to you from past LEAP Awards? Yeah, uh, actually last year for 2018 was my first year being involved in the LEAP Awards. But for 2018, there were definitely some really interesting products that ended up placing as winners. A few of them that stick out to mind immediately for me is Magni with their rotating telehandlers. They're on quite a winning streak. Last year marked their third year that they had won a LEAP Award for a new rotating telehandler that they had brought to the North American market. They seem to make a point of having strongest lift capacities or uh, highest height. Um, they really look to push those boundaries for the rotating telehandlers that they're bringing to market here in North America. And then two others uh, really stuck out to me because I, I see this next one really being a game changer in how we're evaluating training moving forward. And that's Sirius Labs MUP VR simulator. Um, I don't know, Phil, if you've gotten to see one of these yet or experienced them, but they're very different than some VR simulators that are in the market because of that motion-based platform. And you get that feedback like you're in an aerial lift. They've been piloting their, their simulators with United Rentals, and United Rentals is getting ready to announce how those are going to be incorporated in their United Academy training centers throughout North America. I think that's definitely a product to continue to keep our eye on. And then another one is Skyjack's Elevate Telematics solution. You know, a lot of OEMs have telematics solutions or they work with a telematics partner. What stood out to me was how Skyjack really kind of built their telematics program from the ground up and didn't borrow from on-highway telematics solutions, really evaluated how it'd be effective for scissor lift users especially, and what information, especially when it comes to electric models, battery maintenance, battery life, what kind of actionable information should a telematics program for the access industry be feeding back to their audience? What would a rental company find useful? I agree totally with what you say with, with the telematics part, and it's coming. And then also, because of the standard, uh, the training part is huge. And so the things that people are doing, the virtual reality stuff, so that we can get in a controlled environment as so we don't have to be outside on a machine, but we can still get the proper training in a nice climate-controlled room where you can get really good training because it's going to be required in the standard. Yeah, and something that's really, like you just mentioned, valuable – for training through a simulator like that is you can put the trainee or yourself in a very dangerous situation that you would not be able to replicate safely otherwise and figure out how to navigate through something like that. Exciting. And those were last years that kind of stick out in your mind, right? But yeah. tell me about this year. Who, who's yeah. in the running? Yeah. As you can tell, I mean, from just hearing some of those uh, products I just mentioned from 2018, I get really excited when it comes time to evaluate the LEAP Awards because I'm aware of these products. I read about them. I see them throughout the year. But then when you get them all together in front of you and you're reading about how different features of the equipment are really propelling the industry forward, that's exciting to me because, especially when it comes to safety and productivity, because I know it's something that our audience will be excited about. So I get I get really excited going through the entries and doing my own judging. 
and being reminded of what has even stuck out to me throughout the year. And, you know, okay, so take the aerial lift category this year. There are some key things that stuck out to me from the entries. You know, one of them is that, you know, we're continuing to see entries in this low level access market and how important that is as, you know, a ladder's last mentality or a, a ladder substitute uh, on the job site and the safety that can bring. So we saw a, a couple different entries that would fall into that low level access market. That would be the Genie GS 1330M and Custom Equipment's PA 1030. Those two fall into that low level category and also in the like the micro scissor category, which can also be in a low level category. But specifically this product I'm thinking of, uh, Max Micro 26, that one has a very compact footprint and it's about two feet shorter than similar size scissor lifts. So, you know, being able to work in very confined environments you see that the OEMs are really trying to find solutions for the trades that need to get into spaces where there's a lot of other equipment, other people working. Uh, something else in the aerial lift category that stuck out to me was different safety features on some of the aerial lifts that were introduced. On the compact lift side, CMC 72 HD Plus, and that introduced a radio remote control option. So if you're working like in a tree care industry application, you could see how having that radio remote control option could be really important when it comes to uh, moving and navigating the lift. And then this, this is really interesting to me, uh, Snorkel's S3019E, and it's got a patented sunken scissor lift where the whole scissor mechanism goes down into the chassis. So it's got a very low step in height, which for ergonomics, for safety is really important. But with that low step in height with the sunken scissor, it also enables it for a 19 footer to be low enough to go under a standard doorway without having any fold down rails. So that's pretty significant. Also, when we talk about capabilities, Reachmasters, Blue Lift B35EB, that has like an up and over capability for a compact lift with an elevating basket system. So the lift can set up like on a mall or museum floor and reach up and over to do, uh, so the basket can go under the rail instead of setting up a lift on the floor where there might not be the space to do that and go up. So just that feature I thought was really interesting. I could probably go on and on about <laughs> some of the features of Aerialist, but those are some of the key ones that stuck out to me from the entries this year. So other things that stood out to me, it, let's take the material handler category. Again, I mentioned Magni earlier. They have another entry this year as far as a rotating telehandler goes, and that's their 13.26. And it has a maximum lifting capacity of 28,600 pounds, which the company is saying is uh, the strongest uh, rotating telehandler available in the North American market. At its maximum reach of 86 feet, it can lift 17,600 pounds. So, you know, can, it can handle a lot as far as capacity goes. So other things that stood out to me is JCB's 512.56 with 74 horsepower, 
it's the first 12,000 pound telehandler that doesn't have a need for any after treatment. You could understand why that would be useful both as a rental company and as a user. And uh, then we've got a couple others just real quickly in the material handler category that were interesting too. Manitou has a really compact model that they entered, the NT420, which is great for municipal work and really confined spaces because of its compact dimensions. Pettibone also entered the 12,000 pound telehandler category for the first time with their Traverse T1258X. Want to stay on top of all the latest news, videos, and other valuable content for the lifting and access industry? Sign up for the weekly Lifting 360 e-newsletter, where you can also check out the current digital issue of Lift and Access magazine. Just go to liftandaccess.com to subscribe today. The features and components category and also the aftermarket products and services are interesting because they're parts of the equipment that can sometimes for efficiency and safety reasons really propel you forward in the work that you do in serving your customers but they're things you might not immediately think of because it's not you know the lift that you're staring at or the telehandler that you're staring at but they're things that are really key to getting your work done well so in features and components There's a lot of safety and productivity features. One that is really interesting is JLG's SkySense, their object detection system, as far as anti-entrapment and cutting the machine's function off when you get within proximity of a hazard or something stationary overhead. ReachMaster also had an anti-entrapment system that they've introduced on their compact lifts, which you don't often see. We see that on some of our standard lifts, but not compact lifts in the North American market. And then Trojan Battery introduced their Trillium Intelligent Lithium Battery, which lithium batteries, you know, they've got pros and cons, but Trojan with this particular battery, some of the features that they offer as far as diagnostics and self-healing, very interesting lithium product to look at. Moving on to our aftermarket products and services, There you see a lot of items that were entered that can greatly impact efficiency, both on the lifts and uh, the telehandlers that you might use. Um, I think about Jeannie's Lift Tools Expo Installer, just an accessory that can really help if you are installing signs. Another thing that's very interesting to keep your eyes on is this mobile control app uh, that JLG introducing for their scissors with the app on your smartphone it allows you to drive and unload and load the scissor without having to be on or right next to the scissor as something for safety purposes that could be very helpful. One other thing that that also is really interesting to me in the aftermarket products and services category is Lubaboom's insulator. You think what could possibly be so interesting about a grease? <laughs> But it's a non-conductive dielectric grease, which is really important when you're working around electricity and, and power situations. There's many more products in these categories. I'd love to talk about each one of them, but you're going to have to take a look at Lift and Access for more details about these products.
Our November-December issue of Lift and Access is the issue in which we announce the winners for the LEAP competition. That is the issue that you want to get. That is the issue you want to read. That issue is going to be out available at the end of the month. The third week of November is when our digital edition of the November-December issue of Lift and Access will be available. That digital edition will be linked to in our Lifting 360 e-newsletter, which goes out every Wednesday. If you're not subscribing to that, I would encourage you to subscribe. You can do so on our website, which is liftandaccess.com, and sign up for our e-newsletter right there on the homepage. That digital edition will also be sent out to our digital edition subscribers uh, the following week. And then our print issue should start mailing right around Thanksgiving time. And you can check out the winners in all those various ways. Uh, we will also have a YouTube playlist available of the winning entries and gives you a whole different perspective on the winners because you get to see them in action. That information on where to find the YouTube playlist will also be available in our e-newsletter and digital edition, and we'll also share it on social media. So if you're not following us on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, please do so so you, can't, so you don't miss out on that information. Our thanks to Karen Scally and the Lift and Access Magazine team for coming on the show to discuss the LEAP Awards. Stay tuned to our next podcast to hear part two with Karen, where we go over the winners and hear some of the judges' comments. Thanks for listening to Access Nation. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed belong solely to Access Nation and are not necessarily those of its affiliates, sponsors, or business partners. This podcast is not a substitute for an ANSI, CSA, or ISO compliant training by a certified professional.